I'm Victoria and I'm Rebecca and, and welcome, welcome to, to the Modern Twenties podcast. We are here to help navigate you through the Modern Twenties era. Dating isn't quite like when our mums and dads met back in the day and the 9 to 5 isn't the norm anymore. Social media trends are changing every single day and when I say we're struggling to keep up, we, we are, are struggling. struggling. <laughs> To be quite honest, we are winging it, guys. And we know a lot of you girls will be too. They say your 20s are your prime, right? Let's find out. Um, I'm actually howling because codenames seem to be so popular among people. Like, I thought it was only our friends that had codenames for other people. Yeah, it's quite bad. (laughs) Like... I don't know if the code names are offensive or not. Though are they meant to be offensive Wait, or are they not meant to be offensive? Right, what what is the use of them? But the thing is, like, if we've got a code name for somebody, it's a name we can call them without calling them their direct name, so that no one knows we're talking about someone. Yeah, but also I think it's used to distinguish who you're talking about because, yeah. say, it's boys that you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You don't. No one's going to remember like Billy, Jack, John. It's like. Code names to distinct <laughs> to differentiate who is who, but we. Yeah, but they're funny because sometimes it can be offensive or like bad. <laughs> sometimes it can be really n- nasty, but it's because <laughs> it's it maybe like relates to a time that something bad's happened or some like they've maybe upset mm-hmm. or offended you or do you know? Do what you I mean? know what it's like? Have you seen the TikToks and it's um, saving? X things as their X, so it's no. like basically it's like code names, but it's actually hilarious. I mean, I guess like say Hirachi boy for instance, one of your code names. I mean, him wearing Hirachi's in the gym is an X. So I know it so was an X. It's like that. Code names are maybe things like that are a wee bit. Mm-hmm. offensive or a wee bit bad or mean I know do you know what we used to use them for all the time so see when I went to uni mm-hmm. I did the business degree at Strathy right now see if you've ever been in that first year there's about 500 people and I'm not even exaggerating there's 500 people so we differentiated people because we didn't know their names by like something about them mm-hmm. and I remember oh, we had hundreds <laughs> there was someone that always dressed in supreme like all the time and we called him supreme boy and do you know what's the funniest part about this is we then became friends with him and he now owns like a personal shopping <laughs> like <laughs> really successful brand like they've got shops all over the UK and I thought do you know what he built his brand in first year when those that the all supreme, supreme. <laughs> that's funny it's hilarious I'm trying to We've got we have a lot, but I think when I sit down and think about it, it's I can't think of a precise the one that stands out for me is always Hirachi Boy. I don't know what he looks like, to be honest. I don't know his name. I just know which but that's he's the thing. If I was to say the name, mm-hmm. you'd be like, Who the fuck's that, Rebecca? I I ju- that's what I mean. I just know him as Hirachi Boy. He actually messaged me um yesterday because I posted like a video about <laughs> on Instagram about ovulation, right? Mm-hmm. And it was going, so guys, it's ovulation week and that's how it started. Now, bear in mind, I have not spoke to this person for actually a good while. I get a voice note on iMessage and I'm like, what the fuck's this? <laughs> Three seconds long. Hey guys, it's ovulation week. And what I just hell? thought, no, I'm getting slagged rotten. But yeah, he's funny. I wonder if we, people have got code names for us. <gasps> I just kind of outed. Oops. Oops, <laughs> Oops moment. <laughs> Oh, they won't listen, it's fine. But um, I know I wonder if boys have got code names for us. I always wonder this. I would love to know. I'm definitely like Get Fit with Eb. Yeah. Fitness person. The wee one that talks shit on Instagram. (laughs) People probably have some bad ones for me. The wee cute one. Yeah. Yes, they're not that bad, but I wonder if it was bad. I actually would love to know. I feel like mine would be coding. Coding? <laughs> like the code would be coding. You know what I mean? I feel like they'd <laughs> <No>. be... <laughs> like what, the would be bad? would be hitting. Oh, it'd be... Deep, ha- yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe. Possibly. I mean, I don't care. But it's funny. Right, we've done a poll on Instagram. No, we've done a question box. Was it a question box? And it was... I actually haven't looked at these, right, so I'm I fucking... Did. 
buzzing kind of last night and I was kind of crying with laughter. But um, we obviously done the question box and asked you to write in what your code names for other people were. So we need to have a look. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Things like this make me howl because they're like so daft. But oh shit, mine won't load. We need to load it. Wait, let's see if it will load in your phone as well. So we can both read them out because they're, I think they'll be funny as fuck. <coughs> the thing is, we don't even know. We've got no we context. Said, yeah, we said context or no context. Like, we're absolutely fine to have either. <laughs> right, go on then. You start. <laughs> I'm scared. And if you've wrote in, you've wrote in at your own, mm-hmm. um, whatever. What's that saying? Your own risk. Yeah. Somebody said chicken boy. <laughs> <laughs> chicken boy. boy let's try and make context of that story chicken boy maybe he really likes chicken maybe he loves nandos and patty patty or he has a chicken maybe he just goes like what good <laughs> 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 on or maybe he's got like wee tiny tiny chicken legs oh that's actually probably the first thing actually mm, chicken legs yeah Oh dear. That's funny. Someone said we have a guy called Stir Fry because he choked <laughs> on a stir fry and went to hospital. <laughs> no, how can you choke on a stir fry and go to hospital? <laughs> no, that said me. No. The noodles are I mean you could choke on a noodle. That's quite a nick. <laughs> you went out and somebody was choking on a noodle. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's too far. That is fucking brilliant. It's a tight pan or something. In the in <laughs> pure nice date, and they're choking the doesn't go to hospital. Oh my god! Oh, brilliant. He, he'll never live that down. <clears throat> Surf right, boy. <laughs> Unlucky, right? Spiderman boy. A guy pulled my. A guy my friend pulled on holiday. Got slide because he had a Spider-Man t-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's quite funny. That's cute. That is. Oh, I bet he was a wee dork. <laughs> dork? <laughs> Not going to lie. I'd be watching Spider-Man if Tom Holland's in it. I think he's really sexy. Oh, And he's so cute. t-shirt. I think cutting about like, Mal- what's it? Malia, Maga. <laughs> At 18 wearing Spider-Man t-shirts. Each to their own. Yeah, quite... <laughs> Sorry, one of my friends just wrote in <laughs> I'm screaming because I know what it means. Mullet fuck. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> I don't know if I should disclose much more, you but mean. the context of this is <laughs> one of my friend's boyfriends, they obviously then broke up. And when they broke up, um, one of our other friends was like, I fucking hate that mullet fuck. <laughs> And it just stuck, like, because he had a mullet, or he was growing out a mullet, and it was just, it wasn't great. Mullet. But that's made me laugh. Honestly, girls, my friends that are listening will howl at that. Right. Boy ended things and had a girlfriend two weeks later. My friends call them Big Heat and Mrs. Big Heat. (laughs) That's really nasty. Why Big Heat? Why Big Heat? Why Big Heat? But for cheating? Boy ended things and had a girlfriend two weeks later. Wait, so it's not cheating then? Well, there's maybe a crossover. A crossover, but big kid. Big kid. I don't. I don't get that. Big head. I know, but ego. People must call me big head. That's my name, probably. Maybe he's got a a fucking huge head, (laughs) like a walrus, (laughs) like a rhino. Do you think I look like a rhino? Oh, I'm screaming. Your waist is about three inches big, but you look like a rhino. Right. Um, short King, old 30. He, oh, right, this girl's wrote a few, sorry. Short King, <laughs> that's a common one. Mm-hmm. We love a sh- I love a short King, can't yeah. lie. Old 30, he definitely acted 40. Like a pure dad. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like he's sitting, tucking your napkin into your shirt in case you spill your dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get that. There's a few that girls wrote in. Um, the bammy one, mm. not ideal. You love a bam. Me? <laughs> Are you for real? Rebecca, 
let's not bring up previous history here because that's in the past. Mm-hmm. Future and was- present and future are actually see if you don't speak properly and you're not polite. And I'm not even saying I'm that polite, but I know how to differentiate. Mm. But see she, if you don't. Oh, that is a key. I loved, I loved her. Bam. Yeah, that that was your thing, and you're so you could not be further from a bam in no. your whole life. <laughs> the bammy one. Mm. We've probably said that about a few of them. Oh, he was a bammy one. Why? Oh, oh, I definitely. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just read what I read. Politician. <laughs> Politician boy, because he looked like Matt Hancock. <laughs> that is the not good. insult. Like, <laughs> looking like Matt Hancock is honestly appalling. Honestly, mate, there's so many of these. We could actually be here all day. We'll need to try and read out the funniest ones. Um, the Mantis. The Mantis. Praying Mantis. <laughs> I can't cope. Oh my God, right, there's an add on to the chicken boy. Chicken oh. boy, second name's Perry, so is Perry, so chicken boy. <gasps> oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Because his second name is Perry, so they call right. him chicken boy. I think that's very clever. That's not even a slagging, no. that is... That is just facts. That is just straight, straight facts. facts. Right, there's a, there's a wee story here. Yeah, you let's seen get it? in the story. Right. Break-in boy, met on Tinder... Identified my house by fairy lights on my balcony, broke in during the night and had to get my sister's boyfriend to get him out. He was wrecked and had passed out on my sofa. True story. Life lesson. Check your door is locked before bed, ladies. What What the the fuck? That actually doesn't even seem real. That is actually terrifying. So someone... Break-in boy? He's fucking more than a break-in boy. <laughs> He's a trespasser. No, that is that's sick. Break- so they've spotted fairy lights on from maybe balcony. like they've been on like FaceTime before or like a selfie and yeah, or even Instagram. Like if she's got a balcony, she's probably standing taking pictures. What, what the, the hell? Fuck? Thank God your sister's boyfriend was I there. Actually, imagine that though. Oh my Check God. your door as fuck before bed. Yeah, please lock your door, ladies. Yeah. That is if that's a that is safety one oh one. Yeah, if that's a sign to lock your doors then there yeah. it's there. What the oh, hell? Wow. I, I personally would actually freak out if that happened. No, same. I don't I might know how you even imagine, like reacted to that. Break in boy, that's a loose term for the antics. Yeah, very loose term. Anyway. Right, Umbrella Boy. <laughs> Went on a coffee date, started raining and produced a Mercedes-Benz umbrella from the boot. I was mortified. <laughs> <laughs> I just think having an umbrella is a nick. <laughs> like, producing the umbrella is the ick. But if you're under the umbrella, I think, I think that's it's sweet. probably the Mercedes umbrella. Yeah, like, it maybe worked for a Mercedes or something. Yeah. Or he got it with the car. <laughs> I never get one with mine. Um, Umbrella boy, that's funny. At least he was trying to keep you dry. Yeah. Um, oh, some people have wrote in like names. I can't even say them. Um, that is funny. Boyfriend number two. Oh, that's sneaky. That's toxic. Toxic baby. Somebody's wrote no neck McFarlane. <laughs> Just said a name. Oh my god, he's in the name. McFarlane. Who do we yeah, know? We don't know where that's going no from. Neck. We don't know. No, where. no, no, this is just unlocked a memory for me. <laughs> right, so we used to call someone no neck because <laughs> they had no neck, obviously, right? But I remember my friends will howl at this that were there this night. I remember like we were hanging about with this group of boys one year for like the summer and one of them had no neck and I just couldn't unsee it. Like I physically couldn't unsee it. And then we all ended up arguing one night outside like a house party. And I was like, that I don't give a fuck what you say. You've got no fucking neck. And I was like, <laughs> and I thought in my head that was going to be a good argument case, mm-hmm. comeback. And everyone just kind of was like, what the what? fuck did she just say? 
But it was quite funny at the time I'm in just, my head. That is terrible, but I'm thinking, like, that's... You're mocking somebody's appearance, that's a bit sad. But in a heating <clears throat> argument, you're laughing. Listen, what he said was to me was way worse. I'm laughing thinking about how if we've got, if I've been out drinking and there's been old dirt guys there, I always call them uncle. You do. So we've got Uncle Alan, Uncle this. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I know. Oh, we love or Uncle Alan, but... Like, oh, that's my uncle. My uncle Barry, my uncle John. Like, mm-hmm. I always name them uncle. And then when we talk to each other about the stories, we're like, oh, you know how Uncle Alan... And then the users know exactly no, I know. who we're talking about. I know. Or husband. Like, yep. you would know who we're talking about. I know. Me and my friends actually called someone husband before. Mm. Like, in reference to someone they were talking to. Oh, me and my friends have hundreds. Some of them would send us to the grave, I think. Or send us to the jail. Big throne. <laughs> Why? Someone's actually sent us a list they've got on their phone mm. of names that they keep. It's funny because, bless, see my friend Ellie, our friend basically, um, she just can't keep up sometimes, right? We love you, Ellie, but you just can't keep up sometimes. She's a busy so sometimes we are talking about the code names and she's like, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so she's started a list for when we do talk about things so she can make sure she remembers. Aww. So oh, we should have got her to send in the list. Mm-hmm. You should have. Um, but this girl's wrote loads, right? Some of these are quite scary i think <laughs> one of them is sex offender oh my god which is no great that is not great at all it's probably i love this one daddy warrior <laughs> <laughs> maybe he likes the daddy part or something i don't know the daddy maybe um, he's a daddy maybe he's a dilf that is iconic lv scarf <laughs> They must wear their LV scarf twenty four seven. Oh, guys, honestly, they cracked me up. the The worst one has to be the break in one. Oh yeah, De- or the spaghetti, the fucking star fry. The star. Oh <laughs> the star yeah. Fry. No, they were the best. That was. Oh, funny. guys, feel free to send any more in, even if you listen to this, because we just had a good time looking at them. <laughs> honestly, brilliant. Brilliant. It's brilliant, aye. So let's get into today's topic. Yeah. What is our topic for the day, Rebecca? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> Getting on. We actually posted a poll to Instagram about side hustles and kind of... No, just really side hustles. Mm-hmm. So what was the poll again? It was, do you have a side hustle that you would... Want to become your main hustle. Okay. And what are the responses? It's like genuinely even split on 50-50. Oh. Which? That surprises me. So basically one and two do have a side hustle. I guess that's quite a lot though, Mm -hmm. when you think about it. Interesting. But we thought we could talk about side hustles a wee bit um, more in detail and talk Mm. about... My journey of a side hustle. Yeah. And hopefully it helps some people. You've been at uni and been working and building things like behind the scenes for years now, I feel like. Yeah. Genuinely years. I think I was born to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> See, <clears throat> I think when I was younger, that was always my mindset. Mm-hmm. And then there is things in life, like we've posted the next poll, barriers in life that do stop you. So yeah. reaching your full potential, but you've never really had things that have stopped you. You've always mm-hmm. found a way around it, haven't you? Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing, mm-hmm. finding yeah, the way like, around it and overcoming the barriers. Like, you can't give up. No. You need to keep going. You've always had a positive mental attitude, though, like, regardless of your situation. Yeah, but I think it's important to note, though, you need to build the mental attitude as well. Mm-hmm. And it's built through various things, like focusing on yourself, making sacrifices where you maybe can't always do everything. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you sign up to more than what you can maybe bargain, which can be a fine line. But yeah. 
working on yourself as well splitting up working social everything there's so many things to it to be honest but like when you're young as well like it's so easy to be distracted and enjoy yourself and i think you should not everybody's built to have like be an entrepreneur or be a boss woman like some people some people don't want that no nine to five and just enjoy themselves. so Mm -hmm. i think it definitely is a mindset being an entrepreneur like yeah, you pick, like you don't pick it. I don't think you're made to be. Yeah, like uh, I've got issues sometimes. Yeah, I can relate in a sense. Like I can write it all down. I just don't project it. I just don't make things happen. But I like, used to be like that. Yeah. So there's probably <clears throat> like these people that are saying this might be feeling similar to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas you're a proactive, you take a proactive approach on all your ideas. Yeah, most of the time. I think, though, that's probably only been more so this year. Yeah. I used to be a sayer all the time, a thinker, but never a doer. I mean, And this year be- my goal was, any idea I've got, I need to put an action to it, and I actually have. Yeah, but also, you were always working really hard on your fitness career. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember when... In fact, I remember when you actually had a main Instagram, cause, like, a personal Instagram, because you don't even have that now, mm-hmm. and you posted, like business name ideas years ago i remember you put up a question box saying can anybody i actually help me? think that was nearly four years ago because mm-hmm. i made the page just for a bit of fun yeah and i remember you doing your wee videos and exercise for less do you know what's funny see if you scroll to the bottom everything's still there mm-hmm. because it's part of my journey yeah and i was just doing it for fun and what i thought was the right thing to do so some of it's wrong right mm-hmm. but it's funny to look back on how far you've come so i think Keep it up. Yeah. So, you were doing business with Spanish. (coughs) International business with Spanish. Yeah. And uni. Mm -hmm. When did you decide you want to branch out? Because, like, you're running businesses. But I think when people think of business degrees, they think, like, going into, like, PR, HR, Mm -hmm. like, marketing, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I did international business with Spanish. But my main subject was obviously international business, but in that degree you knew another primary subject, which mine was management, Mm -hmm. which is why I think I'm good at like organization and managing your life. Managing (laughs) life. I I don't really have a team yet, so Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm good at managing a team, but I would like to think I could. Mm -hmm. Um but I from that I just loved fitness. I, I've always loved fitness. Mm-hmm. And I thought, right, I've joined the gym. I'm doing quite well with my progress. Let's make a wee Instagram. And as soon as I made the Instagram, people were like, oh, good for you. I never really got any hate as no. such. And then that pushed me to, and people were asking me questions that I didn't know how to answer. I was like, oh, I wish I could help these people. So then I went and paid for, to do my course. Mm. Got qualified and started building it through same time as uni and that was years ago now it was about three years ago but so much has changed over that time like everything evolves yeah massively instagram tiktok yeah like tiktok wasn't even a thing no i don't actually think it was tiktok probably only since lockdown yeah it's grew plus maybe post lockdown i'd say that's been its peak Mm -hmm. lockdown it was big but not as big as what it is now yeah probably just grown through Lockdown, you started to like utilize TikTok quite quite well. When was that? Maybe the tail end of last year. Yeah, I actually was probably behind on TikTok because I never knew how to work it. Yeah, (laughs) and then one of my friends, Sasha, she does a lot of social media stuff, and I was like, Mm -hmm. please just show me like beginner guide to TikTok. Actually, you know it's funny because you were saying these things. I remember all these events like Mm -hmm. you meeting. Did you go and meet in Starbucks? Yeah. And had a run over of like... And she was I like, remember she, I remember she things. was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, just please show me the basics. And she actually did. Mm-hmm. And see, once I knew, I was like, that's so fucking easy. Yeah. So what would your advice be for someone wanting to start their own business? I think probably the biggest thing is to not give up. Mm. Like every single road you take more than likely will have a barrier Mm -hmm. whether it's financially whether it's mentally whether it's like say it's like location bound product bound whatever it is there's always going to be a barrier but you need to learn to not stop at the barriers and keep going Mm -hmm. 
and that's the thing I find probably one of the hardest you need to just always keep going so I would always advise that but also if you're running a business you need to probably the best advice is having people around you that support that business because not everyone's going to in your life and I'm very blessed that I have a great family that supports my business not a lot of people have that Mm -hmm. and also my friends like the friends in my life I know fully 100% support me Mm -hmm. so if you've got people that don't or they're doing conflicting things, it's fine, but sometimes it doesn't align with what you're doing. Yeah. I think the support you've got around you, because you need people to lean on sometimes, you totally. really do. And even like in business, you'll figure, whilst you're figuring it out, you'll figure out the people that want to help you mm-hmm. and support you and the people that don't. And a lot of clients turn into friends quicker than friends turn into clients in business. Yeah, that's so true. Like you shouldn't, well, personally, I don't think you should... Obviously, your support's a huge one, but you shouldn't let the opinions of those close to you or who you think are close to you put you off having an idea and yeah. go forward with it because there's so many people that will support you who aren't in your close circle. That's actually probably a big point, actually. Like, mm-hmm. don't let other people's opinions stop you. No. Because at the end of the day, they're never going to be your customer. Exactly. So it doesn't actually fucking matter. It's so true. Like, any kind of thing in life... It's particularly when you start doing a bit better for yourself or doing well for yourself. And mm-hmm. I don't know, like, as, well, at the start, it's di- difficult starting up and you do need genuine support, mm-hmm. whether it's financially, just mentally, whatever. Physically, if it's like a hard thing, I don't know, a shop you're opening, you yeah, need the help. Like you need you the labour. need the labour to do it. But um, I don't think you should rely on close people or opinions of those around you mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, you're the one grafting. Yeah, and building a business like it's not their business it's not mm. their baby they don't really probably care Yeah, whether it takes off or whether it doesn't yeah definitely so what do you think since opening or starting your business four years ago your biggest challenge has been do you think it is financial or it's actually never been financial I think an important point to make is you should always try and never let money stop you doing something. Mm-hmm. I always say, if you want it, you'll make it work financially. You 100% will, right? But I think the biggest challenge is probably the self-doubt mm. that you face constantly. I don't know anybody that doesn't face self-doubt or imposter syndrome. Yeah, imposter syndrome. Do you know one in three women have imposter syndrome? It's I higher than definitely women believe men. that. Really? Yep. Didn't know it was hiring women. So I think the imposter syndrome, see, once you start making certain amounts, you th- and certain, like, so for me, example, right, all my clients that come to me, sometimes I sit for a minute and think, why are all these people coming to me? Mm. And that's the imposter syndrome because you're, you're rationalising in your head the doubts. Yeah. And then the next minute or the next day, you're like, I'm fucking class at my job. No, this is a prime example of Rebecca. She'll wake up in the morning, have had her wee can of Monster, and she's buzzing, ready to smash the day. It'll hit 12pm and she's, like, crashed. And she's like, oh, my God, what the fuck am I even doing with my life? Might move to Marbella, might buy a house in Marbella and run away. <laughs> then by 5 o'clock that night, she's started a new business, taking on two part-timers and signed up six new clients. Like, yeah, I'm really wild with my thoughts. It scares me sometimes. Because in the morning, that is my most productive. If I don't mm-hmm. get shit done in the morning, like how people work after 2pm, I don't know. Because <laughs> see, like that 2 to 4pm, that is my crashing hours. Yeah, but, but in all fairness, you are up early. Like it's not as if like people would listen, oh my God, she, finished, she works 9 till 2. No, you don't. You're working for 6 mm-hmm. in the morning till 2. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. still cramming your hours, but it's just an earlier convenience for you. I think and that's a benefit of self-employment. Uh-huh. I do think the biggest challenge is your self-doubt and imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. They all tie in together. And the best way to overcome that is genuinely to sit back and reflect on how far you've come already mm-hmm. and envision how far you still want to go and believe that you physically can do that. Mm-hmm. Nothing is untangible in life. No. If you want it, you physically can get it. I do truly believe that. But... It's whether or not the self-doubt then turns into comparison and it turns mm-hmm. into failure. And failure's not always a bad thing, but because no. it makes you learn and it helps you to push forwards again. But 
imposter syndrome is really normal yeah. it's actually a good thing because see if you don't have imposter syndrome you're probably plain sailing mm-hmm. and you feel like you everything's good yeah, yeah it doesn't push you to go further on a note with the failure as well you need to fail and try again for it to work mm-hmm. like it's never going to be perfect first time yeah. and when things don't happen first time for people they give up they think oh it's not working mm-hmm. what's the point like keep going as, as a part of life like trying and trying again like yeah big companies like fucking aren't i don't know mercedes they never built a car overnight and it was like the perfect car mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like there was multiple trial and errors with mm-hmm. these things and even with like the example of cars they get better every year when the new cars come yeah. out so it's like the iPhones as well. Like everything Literally. evolves. How amazing was an iPhone three when you had it? Now you I had the iPhone three. A, I know, but now you would kick it off a curb and not appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Like you need to test the water with things, and do not see if you don't try, then you'll never know. Some things that is a thing. Like I look at the girl from Odd Muse. Oh, I love her. Right, she's iconic. Like she, I follow was, her on Instagram as well. Like just launched something um, during uni. And look how big it is. She's in Forbes 30 now. Like, she's killing it. And it was an idea she had when she was studying at uni. Mm-hmm. Like, you just need to go for things. I think one of the best things I can advise, right, for people like me, right, mm-hmm. see if you are still living at home, you have no responsibilities, <laughs> fucking do it yeah this is the best time as a young person Mm -hmm. to do it because you could be pregnant tomorrow you could be in a house on your own next year like you could have all these responsibilities so see if you don't have any of them Mm -hmm. genuinely do it and I'm not saying if you have those things you can't do it but if you're still living at home and you've got this side hustle and you've got an idea oh my god you need to do it just go for it because if you fail you're not actually losing anything. No. I always say, when I've got an idea or I'm going to do something or I'm going to invest into something, I say, what is the worst case scenario here if this all goes to shit? Like, the worst case. And see, as long as no one dies, mm-hmm. it actually can't be that bad. No. Unless you've put, like, every saving penny and put a house mortgage down on something and you genuinely are losing everything if it fails. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. A small idea can lead to so much, mm-hmm. but you're not losing much if it doesn't take off. Yeah. I just think in this world, and to be fair, guys, I'm not saying I'm this millionaire or anything like that, because I'm not. I'm just sharing my own experience from starting up from zero mm-hmm. to nothing. Like, zero to what, where I am right now. And you're only 23. Mm-hmm. But... I think what we need to also do think about is, yeah, we're young, we're having fun, but how long are you going to do that for? Mm-hmm. I want to be like 40 and earning money while I sleep. Yep. That is the goal for me. Yeah, I think as well. Obviously like, happiness, but I mean from a financial standpoint. years do set us up for life. Like mm-hmm. they are. And as much as like you say, we want to enjoy ourselves and have fun and make sure you can make everything like five holidays a year you don't yeah. want to miss everything we get like i don't want to miss any of that but i also want to have everything so you do just need to mm-hmm. sometimes compromise things yeah if you need to like i definitely need to. i'm a mum mm-hmm. like, yeah exactly not a single mum but like a well, single parent a single parent yeah um like i can't just fling 5k into something and hope for the best because no definitely there's doubt if that goes wrong i've just wasted Uh i think as well though you don't always need money no that's probably something that people think though like to start up Mm -hmm. i need like a pot of money to be successful or for things to work i think one of the best things you can do is if you've got a business idea get on social media seriously social media is a free platform Mm -hmm. so you've got instagram tiktok facebook YouTube, probably they're the main ones. Probably Instagram and TikTok, TikTok for us, right? All of them are free mm-hmm. advertising. All you need to do is build. You like you need to if you can build a brand and constantly promote it. Look at P. Louise, for example. Literally, like see all these people that are YouTubers that have now got their own brands. That's because they constantly mm-hmm. promoted themselves on social media for free, and now yeah. they make money. From posting and also from 
their businesses mm. that they've got like, like it is insane traditional marketing isn't a thing anymore see TV organic see organic growth i do yeah. think that's one of the best marketing tools yeah oh no, definitely you are consistent if with it that's a big word though consistency like, marketing wise obviously ads and like influencer marketing all that does work but it needs to be in line with depend it depends what your brand does as well it needs to be in line with everything you're currently doing yeah like you could give influencers your brand or your product but if you've not got any social proof it's kind of like, apart from that it's kind of like well you can't launch a business and just give it you can right but I've got different opinions I, I suppose no I get it and I also think influencers unless it aligns with your like branding yeah. like your branding your strategy like everything that's in your business it's never mm. going to work I think maybe for have, me like my fitness business I could give influencers my program and they could do it and I could work with them but if they don't get a result mm-hmm. like if they don't actually physically do it yeah which they probably wouldn't because it's free if they're maybe not into fitness which is fine then they're not going to get a result and for me that's not that's a waste really yeah, a waste. but if they got a result then wow it would be incredible mm-hmm. but for me influencer marketing probably isn't my main stream nah and different businesses suit influencer mar- marketing yeah, yeah. like and micro influencers and like there's literal statistics that show they perform so oh, yeah. much better in business but it depends like you don't want to be this is a thing I see in TikTok all the time or Instagram small businesses just expecting that by using influencer marketing mm-hmm. that their brand's going to just grow overnight because mm-hmm. they've posted a few stories for them. And influencer marketing can be really expensive as well. And very competitive. But one thing I will say, I did see on like a recommendation, it was actually Amy Small or Smell, whatever you mm-hmm. say, Odd Muse. She said that gifting was what really helped build her brand. So mm-hmm. she didn't pay people to post or anything. She gifted them, hoping they would like the brand yep. and then either purchase or promote it. And it actually worked. Did help, yeah. So there's there's something that it's like, cost her money for the product, but mm-hmm. she didn't need to pay the actual people. Yeah. So when it comes to finances, it's not always needed. No, even I think of Liberty and Blush, the jewellery brand. Yeah. I only know them through influencer marketing. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. tell you any, how else I would know that, that brand. So I guess there's different ways to promote it, but starting, just starting before you get, <laughs> go leaps and bounds with it mm-hmm. is a good good way to start. Starting is the best way to start. Yeah, literally <laughs> to start. Um, right, so what are what do you think the most important attributes are to being an entrepreneur? Because like I, I said, I think, I think you're born an entrepreneur. Like I know for sure when I was younger, and still now, I still have that fire and I just can't do it right now. And I know you'd be like, but why can you not? Like, I just can't right now, okay? But, like, I know I was born to be self-employed and be an entrepreneur and grow my ideas. I was never born to work for someone. Mm-hmm. And you, likewise, are the exact same. Mm-hmm. But not everybody would agree with that. Like, can you be a self-made entrepreneur or what attributes do you need? To do that? I know, it's such a good question. Because mm-hmm. almost every entrepreneur is different. Totally different. when you look at common patterns of extremely successful people, one is they are a boss. Mm-hmm. Like, they know how to be a boss. I think that's a big one. And people sometimes are scared to be a boss. But actually, you do need to. And, like not to dig them out but I've got someone that works for me and I remember she'd done something wrong or she'd she'd done something that wasn't right basically and you have to pull them up like Mm -hmm. you can't let people get away with it or if someone doesn't turn up to work like you need to dock them or you need to yeah like regardless of how big or small your company is Mm -hmm. like there needs to be a power somewhere yeah, so I do think you need to be a boss and you need to be a good boss yeah like not always pulling people up and things like that you, obviously it's important but mm-hmm. you need to be a good boss that cares about your business and cares about your clients and cares about your employees and your staff but I think as well attributes wise for me and my business it might be different but 
you need to have compassion mm-hmm. from for my business to work for coaching yeah. anyways. So probably the two are important, but I think you also need to, again, it's conflicting, but for me, you need to be organised. Mm-hmm. You can't do everything if you're not organised. You physically need to sit and plan everything. Yeah, organisation is key. it doesn't key. get done. It doesn't work. People always say, how do you do it all? And I'm like, I genuinely sit every Sunday and plan my full week out to mm-hmm. a tea. And then I do have times where I'm maybe a few hours off and I value that, but... You it's then not often your to do something else. So you need to have a good balance of organisation. Yeah. Organisation and as much as you don't want to be selfish in business, like you do need to be. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I people don't really res- learn that. Yeah. I think like looking at some of the most successful self made millionaires, billionaires. They're arrogant and selfish, and it's because they've mm-hmm. had, they have a vision and they don't let anyone. And I'm I personally would never be arrogant and selfish. To be honest, I don't think it's in our characteristics. But I wouldn't be arrogant, but I know when you the know right what time to be selfish is. Yeah, but like these self-made millionaires, billionaires are have throughout their careers been very, very selfish, mm-hmm. and it's. I mean, a lot of the time it's, like, because they're taking money from other people. Yeah. Like, or, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they've took avenues to get here through su- sabotaging somebody else. Yeah, like, letting people down or... Yeah, or, things. like, it, using sad, people as stepping stones. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm, I'm talking, like, Jeff Banks, Jeff, Jeff Bezos, whatever his fucking name is. Like I'm talking about multi, like multi billionaires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not us. Yeah, not us. <laughs> but I think our key to success is being selfish with your time and selfish with your resources and selfish yeah. with who you let in your life. Honestly, I posted something to my Instagram story literally today, and it was like how to develop your emotional something boundaries. Emotional boundaries, and it is actually it so true. The truest thing, genuinely ever. I'm actually going to try and get it up because you seriously five boundaries I set with myself that changed my emotional health. Mm-hmm. And it's like making your health a priority, validating your emotions, setting limits on your energy that you invest into people, protect, protecting emotional health by setting clear boundaries, kind of the same, and replace social comparison with self comparison. Yeah. Like genuinely, that is what I do every day. Yeah. Every single day. I think the energy transfer is a big one. If you're not reciprocating energy from someone or whether it's friendships, relationships, families, mm-hmm. like, then I'm sorry, but what is the point? Mm-hmm. I think when you're younger, you're in, like, a wee bubble and whatever, but as you grow older, you do realise your energy is it's, everything. Yeah, energy talks like, and you shouldn't... Like, don't waste it, no. honestly. Don't waste it. Energy is vibes. <laughs> literally but like energy is a huge thing and I feel I, I was the one I spoke to everybody who was younger everybody was my friend see now like <laughs> you're still a little bit like that though um I know like I give out I to a lot of people you don't yeah you don't but like I shouldn't like in my head I'm sometimes like why are you even replying to them like why are you actually no, giving them the energy but so we make friend, we make friends with everyone, or we'll always be polite, we'll always chat. But Victoria then further interacts constantly with people, right? And then she's like, "I don't have time to reply to people," and I'm like, "Cause you're talking to everybody. <laughs> you're being you're being friends with every single person you meet in your whole life, which is actually a nice quality. But for me, I actually don't always have the time to do that. The thing is, I am a very friendly, bubbly, loud, chatty person. Anybody that passes me, I'm talking to them. These sometimes, but people do keep trying to keep in contact with me and they'll text me often. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I reply, sometimes I won't. I don't always have the energy for them. Yeah. It depends what mood I wake up in. Or see people like that will send me a wee Snapchat. Like, I barely even use Snapchat. I know. Why same. are you still Snapchat me, babe? I know. Like, but I only really go into 
the group chat because I know I don't need to reply to that. Yeah. See as soon as see when I know I've got loads of individual messages sitting, it gives me anxiety. anxiety. That's, it is like me because you need I need to have time to have a conversation with you, and yeah. I'll only really reply to you if I do have the time, or I'll mm-hmm. say I'm on my way to work now, but I'll text you soon. Yeah. So if I don't reply fast, that's why. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking notify anyway, Rebecca, because like, you and my sister do that all the time. Me, bitch. <laughs> I've got do not disturb on for a reason. I know. See, like I've had to put some people as favourites so that when like my mum, yeah, it goes right through when she phones me. In all fairness, like when I my, should really put you as one. But when somebody notifies me, it makes me more mad that I don't reply to them for longer. Why are you notifying me when I'm on do not disturb? Like I'm not being funny. See if you double text me, it's not going to make me reply quicker. No. So see if you start sending me question marks. Or oh, like, don't send me question marks. <laughs> literally, just leave me be. No. Definitely. Oh, but so let's move on. I don't know if we went off on a tangent there. Or yeah, not. we did a wee bit. Um, but it's fine. It's usual from us. So, how? What's your favourite part about running your own business? Because there's obviously many perks, many like there's advantages mm-hmm. and disadvantages to it. But I think the flexibility and freedom has to be the top one. Yeah, because you've got. The flexibility to do your own hours, the freedom for me personally. Most of the jobs that I do, I can work anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. So the flexibility and the freedom is second to none. I feel like when I'm younger, thinking about my future, I loved business, always knew I was going to do business. Mm-hmm. That was always the standout pro of yeah. being self-employed or running your own business. I think for me, my dream has always been to live in Spain. Like, mm-hmm. since I was younger... That was my dream. I want to live in Spain. Yeah. And I'm still not living in Spain. <laughs> but but you're um, building the foundations so that yeah, you can. But also, that cut, that's from flexibility and freedom. So yeah. you need to build that foundation. Mm-hmm. But it's different. Maybe if you've got a business that's location-bound, so yeah. like you've got an office and things like that, maybe then you're not as flexible. But mm-hmm. for me, definitely flexibility and freedom. And then also the people you meet, yeah. second to none. Especially for me, see when a client gets a result mentally, physically, like they start to feel good. That is genuinely, like I thrive off that shit. Mm -hmm. Like it is so amazing. And that's what I love about my job. All the people that I get to meet. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also, let's talk about finances then. Financially as well as a perk because you can make as much as you want to make. Mm -hmm. And the harder you work, the more you can make. So essentially you can make any income you want to make and yeah. I'm not where I want to be but I know you probably you probably never be where you want to be financially no, think, if you've got that mindset we've always said that for you like a long time now like you make a million then you want to make two you make mm-hmm. two then you want to make three god I'm preaching like we're going to be millionaires but it's on our vision boards so guys I've got a vision board on key. my phone and it's it's wild yeah. but here's our this is us saying it. Yeah. We're putting it into the world. We are. But that's what I mean. You're always striving for more. And mm-hmm. you know, on the topic of you saying foundations, people think starting a business, you're going to take off in a year and you're going to have this freedom. Mm-hmm. Like you've grafted for years now to get mm-hmm. to this point where you can be flexible and like take a wee week off and leave it in the mm-hmm. hands of maybe the girl something else. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Like that freedom and flexibility doesn't come from grafting for six months and hoping your business is going to mm-hmm. sell like you need to build yeah. the foundations to have a long lasting mm-hmm. and business. you do need to take risks sometimes as well yeah and especially maybe I was working with someone else last year and it wasn't me doing the business mm-hmm. like well I didn't own the business and this year I obviously took off more on my own and that was a big risk for me because financially I was essentially losing a wage yep and I remember for like two months, I honestly had anxiety every single day because I didn't have enough money in my bank all the time. And I was terrified of like, oh my God, I'm not going to make it. Mm. And then fast forward now, months later, it was the best I've ever done in business, like yeah. currently. So I think you need to take risks sometimes to build those foundations yeah. and just go for it. I think as well, like on you said you worked for somebody else, you're essentially building somebody else's dream mm-hmm. like being like Rebecca you were 
keeping somebody's, if that's appropriate to say, but you were keeping somebody else's business, taking mm-hmm. over and building and building for them where your own business fell away and yeah. fell in the background because you were too busy, like, working mm-hmm. hard for someone else, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. And if that's a comfortable yeah. position for somebody to be in, but, like, if it's making you slack in your own mm-hmm. kind of Even to paint life. a picture... That was the end of January I left that job and we're now in June and it's only now, probably last four weeks, I've thought this is the best mm-hmm. position I've ever been in with my business. Yeah. And in January, I had so much anxiety. I had so much stress. I was like really worried about things and I couldn't balance things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes things have just got to give and I actually am so happy now. I think as well, sometimes you need to allow like all that doubt and anxiety to like pat like just feel it and be like oh fuck because mm-hmm. like we keep saying you're not going to leave a business leave a salary job and be like oh life is great like mm-hmm. you need to kind of be in a darker time and, like appreciate mm-hmm. how good things yeah can get. i think a good example right when i was working in asda right mm-hmm. this was i was still doing pt so this was like my uni part-time job working in asda and i remember i wrote out my notice and I never told my mum and dad because I knew they would be raging at me. And because I was leaving like a, a job that was like paying for things. Mm-hmm. And I thought, right, if I can get at least three months of my bills behind me, I can leave. So I saved up enough to make sure for the next three months my car could get paid, my phone bill, like whatever my bills were at the yeah. time. And I wrote my notice, handed it in. And my mum, for whatever reason that morning, it was sitting in my car my mum went in, in my car that morning and she's seen the notes. She's like, are you quitting? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I've got three months. So see if you are really scared. Try and just put away as much money as you can mm-hmm. that you know you can at least cover your bills. Yeah. So even if you're living on beans and toast for three months, that's you've been eating Nobu in four years. So <laughs> always look at the silver lining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Silver linings are great in every aspect oh yeah it's it's not always going to be perfect mm-hmm. but it'll be great eventually yeah definitely <laughs> so when are we going to Nobu <laughs> I've never been I know our friend Holly was there the other day she said it was a bitch <laughs> but um I think right one la- we'll ask you one last question right let me just find the best one that I've wrote down I've wrote down <laughs> Go on. Um, so, what? Finally, then let's finish on advice for somebody. Advice just for someone to start. What would you give them? I would say you just need to start, mm-hmm. which sounds ridiculous, but you do sometimes just need to start somewhere, and it's not always going to be at the top. But if you've got something, some form of idea, you need to action it and put pen to paper and do it mm-hmm. so I would say definitely just starting somewhere and it's hard to give advice because even when you're not where you want to be at you feel you feel silly giving people mm-hmm. advice but I think you just need to always not give up like I said at the start yeah you need to keep going every road everything will have roadblocks that you do in life mm-hmm. but you need to learn to overcome it and it's about building up resilience and a mindset that is going to allow for that and you might not have that mindset yet which is absolutely fine I never had that mindset when I first started but you need to be willing to take the jump take the risk and just fucking go for it like life is life seriously is too short and there's so many like things out there now to help you become an entrepreneur there's like online courses you can do there's Mm -hmm. tiktok like people posting free content about it all the time things every day see if you're listening to the right things and the right people and filling your mind with the right things then you're going to thrive through that so Mm -hmm. yeah there's loads that's the main ones don't give up start somewhere and take the risk exactly take the risk because nothing venture nothing gained exactly and nothing changes if nothing changes no so if something's not going right, change it up. It is nerve-wracking and it is so daunting because you just don't know. I think it's a fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Not knowing where something can be yeah. or not knowing anything about something is always think, frightening. Yeah, one more piece of advice I would give is try as quickly as you can to get your finances in order. Mm. 
when you're self-employed you think I've, you've got all this funny money and you really don't <laughs> and I've I've been accustomed to that in the past I remember my first big month I was like I went to the Louis Vuitton shop and I, I dropped like so much money in there and it was good because that was always my dream one day to buy, be able to buy a designer bag and I mean I use it every day so that's fine but you get your finances oh yeah I bought a bag and sunglasses mm-hmm. so it was ridiculous but I don't regret it but I think if you're if you're doing the self-employed route like make sure you actually are registered and you're starting to put things through because when it comes to years down the line you need to have had like books for like two or three years to get a mortgage you need to have stuff down that you can actually get credit for Mm -hmm. so try and make sure you're building it legitimately as much as you can because it is important because then you can honestly because then you do your tax return you get hit with a tax bill and you've spent all the money (laughs) so like you need to think if you're not paying tax monthly you should be putting it away Mm -hmm. so that's another advice even like things like stock and I know you don't need stock yeah but like inventory and all that kind of things you need to Mm -hmm. subsidize all these things and be prepared for things in business because like that yeah I think it's funny because sometimes it's easy to think someone's earning a lot of money Mm -hmm. but see really people are not earning as much as what you think and I know that that's facts yeah like People, I know what people probably think iron and it's not that mm-hmm. yeah it's good and it's comfortable and it's nice and it's enjoyable but also like people can think things but what you turn over versus what you make can be very different as well so as long as the in-betweens of that are right and they're mm-hmm. even and out then just try and be on top of it just get a good accountant <laughs> yeah so I think that was really good. Wait, can't <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to say something nice. That's what came out. This is really good. <laughs> no, I do think, um, especially in this day and age, everybody wants to be their own boss. And mm-hmm. well, a lot of people want to do their own thing and make it work. And mm-hmm. money and time is probably the biggest factors that put people off from taking the jump or taking that leap and like you've said it's not always money time make sure you're organized make Mm -hmm. sure you're saving where you can cutting where you can Mm -hmm. how can you make things as easy as possible for yourself without the added stress Mm -hmm. sometimes an idea alone like me I can have an idea and I'm overwhelmed just at the idea Mm -hmm. I think that's where though I know we're going to try and close off in a minute but I think that's where you need to put the pen to the paper. Yeah. So when you've got an idea, get all the subheadings, yep. get costs down, get numbers down and people you need to phone mm-hmm. and do it. Like you actually just need to do the fucking work. And it's so true what Kim K says. People don't want to work these days. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. You need to actually put the graft in. Yeah. Look at it like a cake baker, right? right. They're writing down the cake, mm-hmm. the style their ingredient list, mm-hmm. their cost per ingredient. Then they go on and make the cake and design the cake. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I mean? It's a it's a very big process yeah, for like, something that you see a finished result. Yeah, so like a £50 cake, the work that's went into that is a lot. Mm-hmm. So I totally get that. I think that's, that's a, a good analogy. Because yeah. mm-hmm. all you see is that finished result that's a beautiful cake that you're serving to your guests. Mm-hmm. You don't see running the shop mm-hmm. to buy the flour and the butter and everything mm-hmm. else that goes into yeah. making that gorgeous cake. You and only you, see a, the face value for what it is. Mm-hmm. And you Sh- can't just have your cake and eat it. No, you can't. You need to fucking make it. <laughs> that was a good pun. This pushes people to go out and do what they want to do, whatever that may be. Regardless of the fear that you have behind it. The doubts. Sometimes don't tell people. Mm-hmm. Don't put ideas out into the universe. Yeah, sometimes. And until you've wrote it down and you're mm-hmm. showing something. Yeah. Because opinions, sidetrack. Yeah, even right now, I've got a business that I'm going to be launching soon. I'm mm-hmm. scared. But, yeah. but if you never do something, you'll never know. Exactly. So. And we need to be millionaires. <laughs> 
So <laughs> I feel like we could genuinely talk about this we'll all get a day. Yacht to pay for. <laughs> yeah, we've got a yacht to pay for. We've got a mansion, a penthouse. I've got my horses to buy. <laughs> I've got my McLaren that's orange to the buy. Orange, I had, I'm oh, going to have the big G wagon.